This is the Level Up Podcast. I'm Taylor Petrinovich. And I'm Kelly Gilster of 618 Studios. And we are on a mission to help filmmakers level up their businesses and their craft so they can make more and work less. We want to help you confidently take your business from mainstream to luxury, and it all starts right here. friends, and welcome to another podcast episode. I'm your host, Taylor Petrinovich, and I am joined by my co-host, Kelly Gilster. Hello, everyone. Taylor, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. We're in February now, and I have my first wedding, or we, Paul and I, have our first wedding of the year coming up at the end of the month. I can't believe our season is starting so early this year. Um, So we're really excited for that, gearing up for some, you know, great content. It's going to be a three-day wedding, so there's going to be a lot to film and a lot to share. So we're really excited. What about you? Ooh, yeah, I'm excited to see. Uh, If you guys are not already following Kelly on her, like, film studio account, go give her a follow. She's at 618 Studios. They're obviously super talented, and you can watch what she just filmed. Um, Yeah, things are good. I, um, we, a few weeks ago in our mastermind um i was like telling them that we had this like issue where um basically our entire downstairs flooded with water um and i'll spare you guys the details but (laughs) basically we're getting like all new flooring fitted right now and stuff so um it's been an adventure last year we did the master bathroom and we were planning on taking a break when it came to home renovations and this one kind of sprung up on us so um back with having lots of loud noises in my house, which is okay because the end result will be worth it. But um, yeah, so we're super excited today. We're going to be talking about all things Instagram, but in a very different way than I think we've ever talked about it before. And we are coming in swing into 2024 with some hot takes. So um, hang on because we're gonna take you on a wild ride. Um, But with that said, Again, we're talking about Instagram today, and we're super excited to announce we're going to be doing our very first um, round of free Instagram reviews. So if you want um, a chance to have your Instagram profile reviewed by myself and Kelly live, um, you can go ahead on over to our website, thelevelupco.com forward slash Instagram reviews. And we'll link that in the show notes as well if you want to check that out and submit um, for a chance to have it reviewed and critiqued by us, which we're really excited. This is going to be so fun. I can't wait. And I think even, you know, we're going to be randomly choosing accounts um, that we'll be choosing, I think, based on ones that, like, I think a lot of people struggle with or the common mistakes that we see. Um, And so even, you know, if we don't get to yours, I think it's going to be really fun to be in that live setting with our community. And, you know, you'll get some really great takeaways on how you can make some really actionable changes in ensuring that your Instagram account and presence is looking top-notch for 2024. So today's episode is going to be all about how going viral could actually be hurting you. I'm really excited to talk about this because I think that we have kind of been conditioned um, that the more eyes on our Instagram account or on our TikToks or whatever it may be um, is the better, right? It's like, you know, 
it's it's better to get more eyes. It's going to bring all these inquiries. It's going to really change our business. And that's not always necessarily the case. Um, Taylor, what are your thoughts on this? Have you have you had um, something go viral and what has it done for your business? Hmm. Okay, so I have to say I have not had anything go viral. And I think what like most people think of viral, I would I would assume that would mean like a minimum of 100,000 views in my eyes to be going viral, right? Um, I've had posts in reels have substantial reach, but nothing of that nature. But I want to just kind of address also like the reason why I think people assume going viral is the answer. And it's because I think we like live in this influencer world where literal businesses like influencer businesses are based on views and sponsorships and all these things that have to do with like how big your audience is their businesses are literally made from large audiences um right that's where the revenue comes from and we have much different business models working in the wedding industry like as filmmakers as photographers or as wedding planners whoever you are listening to this like that's not the game like we're going for like hyper niche like low volume high ticket like offerings like it's very very different from sponsored posts that you need the large following for so i just kind of want to clear the air like that's that's why you see influencers wanting to go viral and grow their audiences to you know a million followers but that's not something we need to be doing in the wedding industry like some of the top earners in the wedding industry have actually extremely small Instagram presences if they have one at all and they are doing the biggest and most amazing events and like earning a lot of money doing it right so I just want to say that like the amount of I would say like accolade or those like vanity metrics on Instagram don't translate to revenue um, or success in your business in the wedding industry um so with that said why or like, what are some of the results that you've seen from going viral? Have you gone viral? I know some of the like members of our mastermind have gone viral and they had some things to say about it. So we can kind of dig into that. Yeah, um, we've had a couple go viral. Um, and I can say that I never saw a direct inquiry come from it or a booking. I wouldn't say that it was like cash in our pocket from going viral. Um, it can be exciting. You can gain some new following. I will say that we did gain, you know, maybe 1,500 new followers from one in particular going viral. Um, and that wasn't even like a professional video. It was literally like I walked into a tent with my iPhone and it just went viral. And then we just gained a bunch of followers. Um, and, but yeah, it wasn't like my inbox was flooded with inquiries. So, um, I really took that as, I think it just takes like one time for you to kind of learn that like the viral mindset is not the right approach. And it was really interesting because, um, in our mastermind group, there was a discussion about this and I'll read off some of the ones that some of our um, students had said, and it was all like, it was all the same. So I can only imagine that this is a very common, um, you know, something that people are commonly experiencing when their posts do go viral. So, um, Jorge Nunez said, I had a TikTok with 1.5 million views. It was even on NBC's today show and zero inquiries came from it. Um, and then Julianne Reynolds, she said, I had a reel hit 9 million views. And while I did get a couple thousand followers, I didn't get a single inquiry from it. Um, Skyla Centoyo said, I had a TikTok get 15 million views. Like, oh my gosh, 15 million. That's huge. I didn't get a single inquiry. Um, she said, I, 
I got $400 from it. Maybe from like, how would that work, Taylor? Like just from Maybe like ads jumping on it? I don't know about ads. I don't know how that works if I'm being totally honest, but I would have to imagine like somebody had to pay like rights usage fee or something if they want to like broadcast it on like a large like platform or channel or something. I feel like you get paid out for that. But again, like $400, like in my, in my mind, like, is it worth like the reflection on your brand for $400, you know, like depending on the content. So I think, I think the content that you're using to quote unquote, try to go viral also plays a big factor as well. Like, so obviously this podcast is meant more for the creatives in the wedding industry who have their sights set on going into the premium or the luxury space. And I feel like that's a much more refined audience than I would say like the mainstream or like budget markets where I actually think it would be like harmful to your brand to try to do like things that are like overly funny or that expose your clients in maybe like not the best light. And um, we've all seen some crazy viral TikToks and like I, I can only imagine like the fear of a client wanting to book somebody who like made this moment of their wedding day go viral that's embarrassing to them right so like I don't know yeah. I think there's like a lot of things if it's like just a gorgeous shot of like a floral installation and it happens to go viral like fine but I think people are like pulling from the archives to like find those moments that they think will spark that virality you know yes without without I think honestly thinking about like the repercussions of how their clients are going to feel about it like it really, I think it's like, we'll have an episode coming out w in a few weeks about like how being selfish in your business is beneficial to you, but this is not the type of selfish that we're talking about. Um, yeah. So I think that like, just in general, just really having a clear strategy in mind on like what is speaking to your ideal clients and thinking about all parties involved, right? Um, and how they're going to feel about that. And, and then you also just don't know if, if that's the type of content that you have on, um, Taylor, I think you talked about this, the type of content that you have on your Instagram, people look to that and they, you might be repelling ideal clients that you don't even know that you're repelling because of just this like nonsense viral content. Y'all, your clients might be getting the ick. Honestly, they might <laughs> be getting the ick. Uh, I have one last one to say, cause it is like, a big one. And it also makes a really good point. Um, Nicole Gonzalez with Aspen Avenue said, I had a video on TikTok go viral with 52 million views. So she's the winner on this one. 52 million. Amazing. I still get followers to this day. Inquiries. She says, I maybe get two to three times a month from TikTok. Um, and then someone said, or Nicole um, said, that's actually really cool. How many of your TikTok leads turn into bookings? And Nicole replied, and I think this is so interesting. I think it's a really good key takeaway for everyone listening. TikTok is a hit or a miss. Since we don't really have control over your ideal couples, we're just a bit pickier on who we want to book. So either like they're kind of looking over that inquiry and deciding if it's a good fit for them, or honestly, like, Anyone who's ever said that they found us on TikTok is completely sticker shocked when they see our prices. Like there's a there's a certain level of clientele that's like searching on TikTok and honestly, even on Instagram. Um, whenever we get an inquiry and they say that they found us on Instagram, it's very, very unlikely that their investment for video is going to match up with what our, you know, 
starting prices. Well, I mean, it's because social media is meant for the mainstream, right? So if you look at it like a pyramid, like most consumers like fall within these like more hefty (laughs) um, parts of the pyramid where the prices are lower. um, They're just in the lower parts of the market. And as you climb, like there's fewer clients and fewer creatives who work in that. And they're not sourcing their creative partners generally based off of who they saw go viral on social media. Um, I feel like a lot of people who care about that, like a lot of the clients who care, like there are some that fall within like the luxury category, but honestly, like they're very few and far between. Um, And there are several companies out there who I think brand themselves in a way that like attracts them and they're already like they're doing a great job. But that's that's like definitely the minority when it comes to like that segment of the market. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I will actually, we've, we've had several discussions, um, about like our ideal clients and our clients that we've had in the past. And I would say that like a running theme is that they generally do, um, really value some like kind of way of being anonymous or privacy. Like those things are really important to them. Like they're not out there like waving their images out on social media ever or like trying to like get all the attention. Like that's just not the way they are generally. Um, so I don't think if they see their creative partners trying to do that, that's going to attract them to you. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, you're not speaking their language. And we talk about all of this, like, you know, speaking that language language of luxury. How are you presenting yourself in a way? And we get asked all the time, like, well, what is creating a good client experience for high wealth clients, luxury clientele? And it's exactly that. It's like understanding their world and how to speak the language that they speak. And so, um, yeah, just I would be very, very careful in your strategy of going viral. Um, I would say it should almost be just kind of an afterthought. Put out the content that really what you really feel like is going to speak to your ideal client. Um, actually like a couple years ago, we had a wedding, um, that was, you know, we were definitely a a reach, um, for the clientele and they, they had so in my mind, I was checking off all these boxes of like, this could make a viral reel. This could make a viral reel. Like I just knew it. They had so many things about like, he did this whole thing of like, he goes to read his vows and then like the booklet falls to the ground and like falls down the aisle. Like it, like it was so long and everyone's laughing and I'm like, people would love to see this on like TikTok or Instagram, but I'm like, I'm not, I wouldn't put that out there. I wouldn't seek to do that because that's not what my ideal client is looking for. Or they're just not like behaving in that way or they're not looking forward or they're not looking to book a filmmaker who behaves that way on social media, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Um, yeah, I just, I think that our generation, um, you know, I mean, it's a lot of Gen Z entering, you know, entering the scene and then us millennials, the old ladies, um, like we're trying to keep up with trends. And I think that like in our, like we've honestly like kind of been a little brainwashed to think like the point of social media is to go viral. Like it's like the bigger, the better, you know, like more is more and all these things. And I think that like, just like for our industry, um, that's not the case. And there's a strategy that really, really works that like literally is opposite of this growing viral thing. So if if the strategy is not to go viral, what should we be using Instagram? And if you choose to use TikTok, like what should be the strategy there? Honestly, relationship building. 
Like it's mm-hmm. all, it's a, it's a relationship building tool. Bring the social back in social media, but bring the social back in a way where it's actually yielding to bookings on your calendar. So looking to being social with those photographers you want to work alongside, being social, even with hair and makeup artists you want to work with. You never know how many brides sit in for their trial and then they get to talking and they say, oh, we haven't booked a videographer yet. And they say, oh, you know what? Someone who I really enjoy watching their films, you should look into them. Just so many, there's so many areas where we can bring the social back in social media that actually has a strategy behind it and not not just like throwing a random embarrassing reel or something that, you know, seems really, um, you know, or even like a super, super heartfelt, like that can be really sweet. But like, what's the strategy behind that? Because just as we've read of past mastermind students of ours, they're not turning into inquiries. So I think that it's time to kind of let that go aside and come up with a new plan. So we talk about this a lot in our course, um, which we launched about nine months ago for the very first time. It's called Luxury Filmmaker Framework. And you guys, this is super exciting. We're actually um, in the process of rebranding it to be called The Luxury Framework and The Luxury Mastermind because what we've actually found is there's a lot of photographers who want to join and be included. So we're actually working really hard to um, incorporate more like photography-specific things into the course that has to do with your offerings and your pricings and nuances that have to go with photography. Obviously, we're both filmmakers, so we're very intimate with that knowledge, but we're working with a photographer in the luxury space to make sure we're um, really incorporating great, great content in there. Anyway, so we're, we're rebranding it. And in the course, in the mastermind, one of the biggest things we talk about is social media, because that's one of the things I feel like is, it's a hot topic. People want to know, and actually we see a lot of people making Um, really common mistakes that are pretty easy to fix. And so one of the things we like to talk about is how really social media should be two things for you. It should be essentially your portfolio. It should be an extension of your portfolio and basically like your website plopped onto a social media platform. And just like Kelly said, it's a relationship building tool. Um, And so if you think about that, like it's like a more curated um, space than maybe what you would see your peers in in the industry doing and things like that. And so in addition to our Instagram reviews, of which again, if you want to um, hop in that so we can review your Instagram profile, give you our honest feedback in a live setting um, for free, you can go to thelevelupco.com forward slash Instagram reviews. But we also have another free um, thing that you can join and hop into. We launched this um, at the end of 2023 and a lot of people have already gone through it. It's an Instagram challenge. So um, it's a five ways to instantly elevate your Instagram. And you can find that one at the levelupco.com forward slash Instagram challenge. So maybe you want to like hop into the Instagram challenge, go through for five days, clean things up, and then have us review it um, during these Instagram reviews on February 15th. Um, But as we wrap up this episode, Kelly, are there any last thoughts when it comes to this whole topic of going viral, not going viral, like reframing our mindset on Instagram? Yeah, I would just kind of reiterate what was said. You kind of mentioned to like not just doing what our peers are doing. And I think that that's something that is really, um, it's hard to do, right? Because maybe you're feeling like someone's getting all of this attention or they're gaining all these followers and you're getting jealous and you're like, well, they must be getting a ton of inquiries and their years booked out. You know, we all kind of like kind of 
make up these like stories in our head, but we don't really truly know what's going on behind the scenes. So I hope that sharing <laughs> some of our own experiences and the experiences of mastermind students of ours helps um, kind of bring some more peace of mind to you. Um, if you're feeling like, oh man, I need to like try to get something to go viral, it's probably just not the right thing for your business. And especially if you're looking to reach towards that premium market, that luxury market, um, you're going to want to have more intentionality and strategy behind exactly what you post. And like Taylor said, it's an extension of your portfolio. So really only be putting things out there on your Instagram that you would put on your very curated portfolio page on your website. Yeah, really, really well said. Um, so again, we're kind of at the beginning of 2024 and there's so many eyeballs on on your brand, on your website, on your Instagram, things like that. So just make sure you're like doing everything in your power to attract those ideal clients and maybe, what is it? What's the opposite of attract? Detract? Like <laughs> repel? Repel, there we go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, repel everyone else so that you can kind of move through 2024 serving only the clients that you want um, for a really profitable year. So that was my that was my spiel. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we are excited to see all and many of you guys, hopefully, inside of our Instagram reviews. Again, this is our very first time doing something like this. We're really excited. And um, these reviews are also just going to keep going. We have other things in mind beyond just Instagram. We have one where we want to do a free review of contact pages, um, of portfolio pages. We have lots in store for 2024. We hope you're ready because we're ready to share and hopefully um, guide you guys into scaling your businesses to the best that they can be. Thank you for joining us in this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please help us reach more filmmakers just like you by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media. Don't forget to tag us at The Level Up Co. And join us again next week, same time, same place, as we continue to level up the industry together. 